Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pendulum Show. This is episode 4 and I'm Yodin. And I'm Bamba. And we're really glad to be back with you again after a couple of weeks. Yeah, we took a break for a couple of weeks to... Actually, what? There was no reason why we took a break. It's just that uh, we kind of fucked up our recording. Yeah, our mic kind of dropped out in the last... Yeah, we recorded the whole thing and then the mic let us down. The mic literally dropped and we couldn't recover any of audio, so we're doing it again. So you can tell that we are professionals at this. Yes, exactly. We're definitely having this conversation only for the second time. Yep. Okay, so Bamba, why don't you just tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today? Well, before we get to that, we have our weekly recurring segment. Ah, yes. Okay, Okay, let me do the intro. Bangang of the week. Bangang of the week. Okay, I don't know what Bangang of the week is, so please surprise me, Bamba. Alright, today, our dumb headline of the week is on CNN. It goes... Uh, CNN, of course. Cadbury fails to solve racism with multicolored chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if if you're on the Twitterverse, you might have seen this. Cadbury re- released a chocolate bar for India's Independence Day, and it sort of goes from like very light brown, like oh wait, it's only for India. Yeah, it's for India. It's only for India. I mean, there's no there's no yellow chocolate on this bar, lah. La. <laughs> 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 As I can tell. So it starts out from quite fair, like maybe uh, Kashmiri or something. Uh, 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 it's basically north to south Indian, la, is it? Yeah, and then it goes further south, maybe Delhi colour. Uh, uh, uh. Finally, we end up right at the bottom and we are in Chennai and we are <laughs> <laughs> quite black. <la. laughs> what? Okay, wait, wait. South Indian, so is Yodin. La, so <laughs> so wait, this is supposed to solve racism. Yes, yep. So, a restaurant critic said, congratulations to Cadbury for solving racism with this chocolate bar. Uh, Another comedian said, just like Martin Luther King gave his speech, I have a dream. I have a dream that my children will not be judged by the colour of their chocolate, but by the content of their creamy filling. (laughs) Well, I have two questions. Like, what if you're lactose intolerant? Good point. Good point. And how? Okay, genuinely la, How many people can afford to buy fucking Cadbury chocolate in India? Especially for one facing the racism. The, the kind of people who could be duped by a multiracial chocolate bar, la, I think. Ah. It's a very specific. Type of okay, you know what? Cadbury is bangang of the week. Maybe yeah. even CNN for thinking this is newsworthy. But I mean, they, they really pulled it off. Like, they're out of stock of it. They sold out oh the multiracial chocolate bars. Wow. So you may not be making fun of it, but I think they did solve racism for a very small group of people. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think we'll leave it at that, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay, right. So now we're, we're done with the rubbish. Yep. Okay, we're going to go into our main topic, right? And uh, Okay, the main topic, this has been quite an interesting topic that has been going around for the past couple of weeks, which is why we wanted to speak about it last week, but we couldn't. 
Yeah, I feel, I feel it's kind of dropped out of the news a bit, but I mean, it's it's still in the vicinity. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's still an important discussion to have, I feel. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, okay, we're going to be talking about the Amazon wild forest fires. The Amazon forest wildfires. Forest wildfires. You what? Fuck. Whatever it is, the thing is the same. The forest is on fire. Wild forest, you forest. I'm sorry, you know. I had a long day. Yeah, you know, we are recording this podcast remotely for the first time. because Yeah, yeah exactly. I am in Singapore, which is like a forest, but actually, no, it's actually like a zoo. That's, that's a domestic forest, you did. Yes, yes, no. See, it's actually quite ironic, you know, like, Singapore has the best zoo in the world. Mm. And it makes so much sense that Singapore has the best zoo in the world because all these people in Singapore is so well-trained into being kept in captivity. Uh, we'll save that topic for another day. La. Let, let's stick to the Amazon. Okay, fine. So anyway, yeah, we're going to be discussing the Amazon. Okay, and- what's happening in the Amazon? Okay, so the recent, well, it became a trending topic recently when these, for, these forest fires have been um, burning down all of the Amazon from, from, from what we've seen on social media, I right? Think the Amazon has been on fire for the past 20 years or so. And the ironic thing is, is not even at its peak at the moment, actually. It it hasn't, right? That's what we have established, actually. Yeah. So it hasn't been at its peak. But um, it garnered a lot of uh, traction within the media recently. And we yeah. had to sort of debunk whether it was truly something that we need to be focusing on primarily as an environmental issue or are there other points of of environmentalism should we be talking about yeah so okay the amazon is in the news basically because celebrities have been paying attention to it all of a sudden right yeah yeah like um people like cristiano ronaldo leo dicaprio yeah, yeah. This phrase that the lungs of the earth are on fire mm-hmm. even the president of france said the lungs of the earth are on fire like it's a heavy smoker you know Ah, yes. But you see, okay, fine, no. Regardless of whether it's the lungs of the fa- of the earth, right? So right yeah. now, the lungs of the earth, mm-hmm. does it have cancer? So basically, the Amazon produces 20%. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And, and they've been saying that the Amazon produces... 20% of the earth's oxygen mm-hmm. and what's going to happen once it's gone, right? Like, basically, we're all going to suffocate, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be, like, the lungs, biggest lungs fact the earth, right? you know about the Amazon, right? It's the lungs of the yeah. earth and it equals 20% of the world's oxygen. Now, newsflash, mm-hmm. humans don't use up most of the oxygen in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most of it is used up by animals, right? Yes. And and the Amazon is the most biodiverse place in the world. Like one in every ten species is in the Amazon. Yeah. The, the the consequence of that is that this twenty percent of the Earth's oxygen, which the Amazon produces, is used up in the Amazon, basically. Exactly. Yeah. You cannot so, be producing twenty percent of the world's oxygen if you're using a percentage of that twenty percent. 
The like, air you're breathing right now did not come from Brazil, basically. What? The air you're breathing right now did not come from Brazil. Yeah. Where did it come from? No, I don't know the answer to that. Ah, so this is a very interesting point to reach, right? But the point is that I'm not going to suffocate if the whole of the Amazon were to burn down tomorrow. That is true. That is true. Having said that, the Amazon isn't really going to be burned down by the end of the year or by the end of the century or the millennia because 80% of the Amazon rainforest is still there, right? Yes. And and apparently the, the rate of forest fires has been decreasing in the past. Okay, wait, wait. Before we go on further, right? Can we actually let everyone know or let those who do not know, why are the Amazon, why is the Amazon actually on fire? Ah, okay. So you want to get into that? Yeah, why not? Why, I think we need to touch upon that first. Yeah. So most of it is is farmers clearing agricultural land, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they have planted their crops and, and harvested them and now they're trying to clear it to to plant new crops. I mean, it's just like what happens in Indonesia. They, they burn down the plantations to replant and then we end up with haze here, right? Yeah. So most of these fires aren't actually happening in the rainforest. They're happening in Brazil, but they're not happening in the Amazon itself. Mm. And these celebrities have been sharing these pictures of these huge walls of flame. And honestly, they would make really good wallpapers. Right? But, I don't, but I don't think that most of these pictures reflect what's actually happening there. And, and some of them have been called out for it because they've been posting pictures of fires from a different time or a different continent or a different part of the forest. It, nobody's actually sharing pictures of the, the fires which are actually burning today in the Amazon because uh, it does not look as alarming as they would like it to, apparently. Ah, I see. Yeah. So what, what's happening is that they plant like soy, a lot of soy in Brazil, right, which is used yeah. to feed the cattle and livestock which people in the West or people here consume. Yeah. And that's why there, there are fires in the Amazon. Like in a sense, we are all contributing to the fires in in Brazil, just by our our eating habits, even. Ah, right. So, if I were to stop eating Big Macs, yes, would you be able to save the Amazon? If everybody in the world stopped eating Big Macs, yes, I still doubt that we would stop burning the Amazon. <laughs> Ah, so exactly. So much of me, and and a lot of the agricultural land is being used to feed livestock, which will become meat on your plate. Mm. Yeah, but having said that, they've they the Brazilian government has has not hasn't been that bad on on this issue. Like they've protected half of the Amazon from being deforested, full stop, and the rest of it is not really being deforested as rapidly as it was like even 10 years ago. So there's definitely an improvement. And even uh, under the previous government, there were more forest fires and even more forest clearing. So there is improvement happening in the Amazon. Mm. Okay, understood, understood. So, uh, yeah, based on what I have read as well, so the forest fires have starkly reduced, right? And... um, it has okay. It recently picked up. I think if you look at it from a ten-year scale, right? Yeah. I think it was decreasing gradually, actually at a very, very uh steep rate, 
And then yeah. it picked up slightly since 2014. But on a whole macro level, it is still nothing as it was even five years ago, right? Yeah, like the rate of deforestation is only 25% or so of what it was say, yep. 10 years ago. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So they have been successful. They, they have been quite successful. Like on what other environmental issues has there been that much success, right? Like it's a 70% or so reduction in the deforestation rate. Mm-hmm. And, this is, and this is something that they've pulled off in a third world country, basically still developing. Lots of people are poor, but they've still managed to to, to save a lot of their e- ecological heritage, right? Yeah. But you know, okay, no, I was thinking about it, right? So for a country like Brazil, okay, yeah, you are, like you said, a third world country, right? Yeah. Your GDP per capita, I got God knows is how low, okay? And um, you, you're struggling to make, for even half of your population to make ends meet, right? And if 25% of your, of the major industry in your economy is agriculture, mm-hmm. And you have all of this land, well, and even with all of this land uh, possibly available to the government, right? Yeah. They're still protecting part of it, but they would still need to prioritize its people, right? Yeah. So in order to, you know, they're allowing businesses to take up some part of the land or whether it's in the Amazon or not, it, it's supposed to be a source of income for the country because, the, uh, the, because Brazil is so poor. Yeah, I mean, they, what they're, would not, you do? they're not the poorest country in the world, but they're still... They're not. They're not. I mean, if, if you go to Brazil, say if you if you visited uh, Rio de Janeiro, right? And, and yeah. you, you you stay in the touristy parts of town and it looks really clean and, and they've got fantastic beaches. But if you look at the hills and all the slopes are covered in slums, the favelas, and there's... Yeah, yeah the favelas, yeah. Yeah, and this happens throughout... Brazil, there's a huge underclass which is trying to struggle and make its way out of poverty and agriculture and agribusiness is a huge part of that, just like you said. Exactly. So poverty in in the government's mind would be a key priority to solve over an ecosystem or deforestation which is happening at basically yeah. manageable rate in, in that yeah, exactly. exactly. So how would how would the rest... It's very easy for the rest of the world to condemn Brazil, right? Yeah. Actually, just framing yeah. the whole story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's all well and good for us to say that you shouldn't cut down a single tree in the Amazon, but how are you going to put food on these people's tables? How, how are you yeah. going to, to, to bring them out of poverty? There's, there no, nobody talks about how, how they're going to replace these sources of income. In, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and... And and that's why we're upset because they're they're focusing on 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 the Amazon and basically ignoring all the other first of all more pressing environmental issues all around the world, number one, and secondly ignoring the the solutions which can actually work without like ruining people's livelihoods or, or kicking people back into poverty. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, and 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 basically it's because the celebrities are focusing on are alarmed that these places which they wanted to visit or or, or th- that they plan to... Th- these holiday destinations basically uh, are, are disappearing and that's what they're concerned about. They're concerned about the Amazon. They're concerned about the glaciers in uh, Iceland disappearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, fine. Ecotourism is a big angle that they're riding on, lah. Yeah. I don't know how many people go to the Amazon as a tourist destination, but I assume it's a lot. Yeah. Well, it's it's fairly expensive. Right. Right. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah. But okay, the one problem that Bamba and I have with this whole issue is that. Okay, fine. We recognize that forest fires around the world, not just in the Amazon, is a big issue, right? Yeah. Even it impacts our lives as well because, as you said, um, the forest fires in Indonesia impacts our livelihood over. Oh, I mean, I'm in Singapore right now, but you know, everyone in everyone back home and even in Singapore, right? And it causes haze. Yeah, we have haze right now in KL. Oh, oh shit! Really? Yeah, stay in Singapore, dude. Okay, okay, staying, they staying. Actually, fuck that. I missed the food, lah. <laughs> ah, fuck. Okay. Anyway, uh, oh my. Okay, back to my point. My yeah. point is that while this is an important issue, it is not the key issue, right? Yeah. So I'll give you one example. Of, yeah. Of a much more pressing environmental problem. Hmm. Uh, the oceans are deteriorating at such a rapid rate, and it's not because of plastic straws. Okay, let's clear about that. <laughs> the plastic straws have almost nothing to do with it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. All we hear about saving, all, all we do to save the oceans is stop using plastic straws. It's not even yeah. a, a big chunk of the waste in the ocean. What What's mm. happening in the oceans is that as the climate is heating up, most yeah. of the heat is being absorbed into the oceans, right? Because mm-hmm. water absorbs heat better than than air the air does, and mm-hmm. so the oceans are heating up faster than the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And when water is warm at a warmer temperature, it holds less oxygen. So we are sort of slowly suffocating the marine life on on our yep. planet. Yeah, huge and pressing issue, and nobody knows really how to fix it. And mm-hmm. on top of the heat, there's all this carbon dioxide which is being absorbed into the water. And that's making it more acidic, and this is like killing all, killing off coral reef, like the Great Barrier Reef. They think within a few years, half of it is going to be bleached or or have disappeared. Mm-hmm. And how often do you hear about this in the news? Very rarely. Very rarely. Yeah. They, and and nobody is talking about what what are the, I don't I don't think that there are any like viable solutions on the table now even because we're paying all our attention to this. Really, like non-issues, like the Amazon forest fires, or yeah, yeah, yeah. the plastic somewhere in some part of the world. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. And well, people have even made it like advertising campaigns. You know, like it's just complete rubbish that this is somehow become a key focus in terms of trying to save the environment and trying to pre- or reduce global warming. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, the the if the Amazon burns or doesn't burn, it's not gonna have an impact on on global warming per se. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you talk about forest growth, forests have grown on on average across the world in the past few decades. There's more forest cover than there was before. So if you talk mm. about like the trees are taking the carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and so on, like that's not so much of an issue anymore. We we are, like in Europe, there's much more forest than there was before. It's the same thing in America. Pay attention to, to what the real problems are, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, does anything else come to mind in terms of where we 
we we we target our our focus at the wrong on the wrong areas. Mm, okay. Oh wait. Okay. What about uh electric cars? Right. Electric cars. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. My... Basically, I mean, the whole thing about electric cars is um energy, right? Yes. Yeah. So basically, are we focusing on the right elements of in terms of prevent or uh, solving global warming, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is to try to find a good, reliable, clean source of energy. Yeah, that's right. Right. So I mean, in terms of people trying to focus on getting a hybrid or getting a Tesla, right? Does, do you think getting a Tesla might actually help solve this? See, so, yeah, that's that's interesting because it depends on where you get the Tesla. So, for example, if you drive an electric car in Malaysia, right? Yeah. So, you, you feel really good about yourself because you're not using any petrol, so your car is not putting out any emissions, right, as you drive on the yeah. road. But the yeah. question is, where does the electricity for your car come from? Mm-hmm. And in a country like Malaysia, most of our power, I think, comes from coal or other fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. And these are even more polluting. Some of them are even more polluting than petroleum. Mm-hmm. So you have a net effect that you could actually increase emissions by using mm-hmm. an electric car because you're in a country which, which is not using reno- renewable sources of electricity. Right. And, and it's not just true in Malaysia. It's even true like in different parts of the, of, of the U.S., it mm. has a, a different a, a differing impact on the environment and the batteries in electric cars are made from lithium right yeah and lithium the process of mining lithium is an extremely polluting process like there are these huge open pit mines and it defaces the landscape and the byproducts are so toxic so mm. we don't even know the the full impact of switching everybody over to electric cars mm. yeah but you wouldn't know that from the discussion about it, right? You wouldn't know that from all the hype. Yeah, you, you wouldn't. Yeah. Basically, it's as long as I'm not using fossil fuels, all good. As long as... Yeah, as long as I don't see it with my own eyes, I don't yeah. think about it or, or feel guilty about it, basically. Right. Yeah. Is it... But <clears throat> do the pros outweigh the cons or not? Is that is that determined? Can that be determined? It's really difficult to determine that, but you should go for the solutions which clearly have a benefit. Like ah, uh, okay. Okay, what is the solution? What okay? What's a viable solution for this then? Okay, let's talk about electricity, right? Because we're talking about yeah. electric cars and where our power comes from. And yeah. We so the everybody is trying to shift us over to clean sources of energy. Yeah. So move away from fossil fuels. And, yeah. and the sources they're talking about, they're, they're exciting and they're interesting. They talk about solar power and wind power. Basically, these are the two th- main areas that they focus on. But where, where are you going to get your electricity when, when the sun goes down at night, right? Yeah. We don't have batteries big enough to store that amount of power to tide us over when there's no sunlight. Mm. And so when you, when you expand like the capacity of, of solar power, you actually need to keep cold power stations on standby to fill in the gaps when there's not enough sunlight. Mm. So it's so it's not it's not that viable of a solution. Uh, wind power, it, it, first of all, you need to take a wide area of, of the land. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wind power. Second of all, yeah. what about all the 
wind power, wind turbines kill a lot of birds, for example. So they try to keep them away from environmentally sensitive areas. Oh, fucking birds. Yeah, I mean, you would, you would think they would know not to fly into a giant fan, right? <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, and especially, it's not as if it's like a giant fan in the house, you know. <laughs> but there's a roof. <laughs> like, I wouldn't stick my f- finger up into my ceiling fan, but the birds just fly right into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dumbass birds, but okay, fine, go on. There's a dark part of me that wants to watch that happen, lah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, okay. Depends, depends on the kind of bird, lah. Yeah. So birds the like, shit on our cars. Yeah, like Please go ahead and kill yourself in a giant wind turbine. Like turbine. If, if a flamingo flew into a wind turbine, I would be sad. I don't know if flamingos can fly. Not that that's scary, man. Flamingos are huge, and I think they're really scary. Yeah. All right, but um, okay. So it sounds like there's no good solution, but there actually is because we have uh, nuclear power, right? We do. We do. We have nuclear power all over the world. There are nuclear power plants, but nobody's. Oh, doing I'm talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Okay, so nuclear power is ex- is a really clean source of electricity, and the amount of material that we have it, it could last us indefinitely basically because oh you know okay since you said nuclear right yeah you know how there's that uh, conspiracy theory that the Simpsons is able to predict things in the future events in the future right right like top Trump being president exactly things like that right so you know how I mean Homer Simpson works in a nuclear power plant yes and He's able to, you know how in in the theme song like the piece of yeah. nuclear, uh, what uranium? I don't know. Just like jumped into his on pocket. The, on the previous recording, Jodin said a piece of nuclear <laughs> fell out from his tongs. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of nuclear. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, but there's a reason why we're doing this again. <laughs> Okay, so, so do you think you think like a piece of solar falls out from a panel? Ah, uh, yeah. No, that's the Teletubbies. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, carry on, carry on, carry on with what you were saying. So, do you think the world should be paying attention to the Simpsons, especially when it comes to global warming? First of all, yeah, Homer works in a nuclear power plant. Yes, and they also brought in that dome that covered the city, right? Yeah. So do you think in some way or form we should be looking towards these sort of methods? I really don't think any of them are feasible. Uh. Also, we've gone a bit off topic, uh, Yodin. Yeah, that's true. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But my, my, the point I was trying to make is that everybody is, re- is scared of, of nuclear power and, and most of these green activists reject nuclear power 100%. So, like in America, they have the Green New Deal and the Green New Deal rejects using nuclear power at all. Instead, they want everybody to stop traveling by by plane. You know? <laughs> things like that. Well, then what do we do? <laughs> but the fact is that, that nuclear power is actually really safe. Like, we take it on average, there are very few deaths that have actually been caused by nuclear power. It, it's, it's, it's minuscule compared to, for example, the number of people who die from smog in China every year. And... Okay, what about Chernobyl? But we've been scared of by Chernobyl and Fukushima, basically. 
Yeah. From even considering nuclear power. And what happened was after Chernobyl, basically most nuclear projects were halted or cancelled. And especially after Fukushima, right, the power plant in Japan, which was flooded during the tsunami. Mm. Um, no, since then, there have basically been no new nuclear power projects in the West. And mm. yet, it's the only feasible solution at the at the present time to mm. to get get us off fossil fuels. And it doesn't put out uh, it, it puts out like a tiny fraction of the emissions that you get from gas or from coal or from oil. Mm. And and the fact that nobody wants to to consider it or talk about it is is just it's ridiculous. It shows that nobody is really that serious about solving climate change. And mm. people like who are in public life. Well, that's my opinion. So is I mean, so basically, are you saying that just it's just more of a perception or more of a fear to uh for like world leaders to try and go back towards uh using nu- nuclear as a solution? Is it just basically riding yeah, on I mean, fear of reaction or perception? Do you think now yeah, in sorry? That in today's day and age, there's enough uh, technological advancement that could make it even more safer. Yeah, like the, Fukushima was much less dangerous to us than Chernobyl was. Like Chernobyl happened in the Soviet Union where nobody was allowed to talk about accidents. Like basically the that, that little sign in The Simpsons, how many days since an accident. Like yeah. in the Soviet Union, there was just a sign saying, there has never been an accident. <laughs> yeah, but especially in Western countries, right? Like, they, they, they have not had this kind of incident happen there and and it's not feasible for this, this for that kind of incident to, to happen in the future. It's, it's highly unlikely. And even when there are accidents, they affect a very limited area. For example, even in Chernobyl, you can visit, you can visit the power plant today. Tourists do that. They go to Ukraine and visit visit the power plant and that's the worst nuclear disaster in, in the history of mankind, right? Yeah. As dangerous as, as people think it is. Yes. Yeah. Um I mean it happened in a country like Ukraine, like I'm not I mean are we really entirely surprised? Yeah, I mean Ukraine they shot down a passenger plane by accident last so Hey, RIP man, RIP. Yeah. Uh, I have another I have another thing uh, which people aren't talking about, which is uh, capture technology. So do you, have you heard of uh, that? No. Right. Uh, carbon capture technology is basically uh, technology which can remove greenhouse gases um, from from the sites where they're being emitted, first of all. So mm. they, those are being installed already in lots of like factories, power plants. But there's, there's this new wave of innovation developing machines which can remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere itself. So that means you can remove the CO2 which we have already put into the atmosphere for the past 200 years. And mm. and, and, they, and they're making like really exciting advancements in it but what you hear from environmental activists is that we shouldn't be paying all our attention to this because if, if, if it is successful then we'll remain hooked on fossil fuels. But the point is, mm. we are already hooked on fossil fuels. Like the whole global economy is dependent yeah. on fossil fuels to, to keep it running, right? And so yeah. we find a way to to maintain all this development and advancement that we've had in the past hundred years or so, while mm. protecting the environment. Why wouldn't you want 
to pursue it. It's, it's mm. illogical. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not entirely sure how this. I mean, this new method works. Yeah. I mean, neither am I. Right. I'm not a. I'm not a scientist or. Or anything, but based on what everything you just explained, right? No one will believe that you don't know how this will work. You know, I mean, I don't really understand the mechanics of it, but I I've seen like uh, articles and reports about. Um, That's more than half of the population. Yeah, the fact is that most people have not heard of this, and and you really should because yeah, who knows? We could find a silver bullet solution, right? Mm. Like the whole issue about climate change right now is that people aren't willing to give up their prosperity, save mm. their envi- environment from consequences which are like 20, 30 or 40 years down the line, right? So if you can find ways to preserve the wealth which we have gained, uh, the development and technology which we have gained, right? Mm. While still protecting the environment, then definitely you should pursue it because otherwise like you're, you're not just condemning people in the West to a low standard of living, you're denying the opportunity to people in the third world, in in Africa, in Brazil, to reach mm-hmm. the same level, the same standard of living that people in the West have, that people like us have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay. So basically, the whole takeaway from this entire discussion is that while we recognize that um, events like forest fires and um what other things as well yeah exactly so these are all concerning issues yes yeah but uh bigger issues at hand which we should be focusing on and also so put i mean certain solutions that we as a whole are ignoring yeah or maybe paying as much attention as we should yeah right yeah basically what I would like is for us to all be able to have a more holistic discussion on this and not just purely relying on what fucking CNN and all put out. Like, I mean, like, like, I mean, like, like the banger of the week, like, you know, like how is that news? Okay, whatever. But basically if we're just looking at headlines and short one minute video clips that we see on our feed and shit. Yeah. Because the Leo DiCaprio post to his Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, la, yeah. you know. I don't know if he became a authority on anything, yeah. but... Okay, yeah. But basically, the point is, let's just try and just research a little bit more into this. I mean, I, I am fault for this as well because I I didn't know, like, half the things you were talking about, to be honest. And But the thing is, I also... But at the same time, I knew that while the Amazon is on fire... There are other things to know about, you know, the other things to take into consideration. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, do you have anything to say? No, I think that's a good place to end it. And yeah. I'm sure that our listeners, our 30 listeners, have ideas of their own or have heard of other kinds of technology. Maybe. How many listeners? How many? How many do we have? I, I don't know. I think maybe, okay, based on what I see is like, 21. 21 subscribers, but you know, more people listen to us without subscribing. Oh, shit, yeah. And you know, okay, fine. The environment as a whole can bore a lot of people. Uh. Yeah, but it's it, an existential problem. Yeah, yeah. 
But then again, you guys are paying attention to the fucking Amazon being on fire. So yeah, I can tell you, while that's good, read up more, right? Yeah, there's a, there are a lot more serious issues at hand. Yeah, and and please do write into us and and tell us if you think that we were wrong about any of this of that, yeah. that we haven't paid attention to as well. Exactly, exactly. That that'd be great. Yeah, and okay, a good place to end it. Yeah, oh, I can't believe this is our first international recording. Our first distance podcast recording. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. Okay, so Bamba, I will see you back home soon. Soon, soon. Thanks for listening. Okay, all right. All right, good night. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is the Pendulum Show. Thank you for listening. Did I say that again? Yes, I said that already. All right, ciao. <laughs>